Welcome to Optimal Being episode 3 of the podcast and today we're going to discuss 10 timeless life lessons from the life of Michelangelo and this is excerpted from the book The Angel Inside Me which is all a story about how a young man who's struggling goes to Italy and eventually gets taken on a tour around by this mysterious figure who ends up being Michelangelo and it teaches him these amazing life lessons that I want to share with you because I think they're so universal and really can impact a lot of people. But first things first, before we start, did you know that the block of marble that became the statue of David was actually commissioned to three artists before Michelangelo? One of them was Leonardo da Vinci, but none of the artists had the vision for it and they continued to pass up that block until... Michelangelo saw the possibilities and it took him 28 months to sculpt David. 28 months, a masterpiece that obviously is still admired all over the world by people today. And just so you know, that's less than six inches per month. And that just goes to show you the patience, the dedication, but also the vision that this guy had. Let's just go straight into it. Okay, so lesson number one, find the angel within you. No matter what others may say, there is a person of beauty, a person of power, waiting to be set free inside of you. And for me, this really goes in and it really shows you that, you know, as a young kid, if you look at any child that is here today, they're very confident in who they are. And as we get older and older and older, that smile kind of slowly turns into a frown if we're not careful. As we start to get conditioned by society's expectations of us, by our parents' expectations of us, by our culture's expectations of us, and all along the way, we're kind of losing that brilliance that we had, that, that angel within. And, you know, sometimes the game of life is really to actually go back to that pure state of source, pure state of divinity, and to be back in touch with that brilliance. But no matter what, believe that within you there is something of divinity. That's the first lesson. Lesson number two, follow your own passion. No matter what others may think you should do or become, always follow your own passion. And for me, this really held true because, you know, in my early life, as in I come from actually Indian African roots and in the Indian culture, you know, you're either a doctor, an engineer, a lawyer or a failure, right? <laughs> there's no there's no other option. And I had to do a lot of kind of fighting a war with, within myself, uh, around my family, around my culture, about what I wanted to do, because I've definitely chosen the career path. That's not really much of a career path, but it's something that I always knew that I wanted to do, and I always knew I was good at, and it was something that naturally came to me. And even now, when I'm looking around at other friends who throughout their life they had kind of just they hadn't ever made the decision to decide what it is they wanted to do but also to be confident in that and to actually take the steps necessary to do that and rather they would just kind of you know go with the wave kind of go with the tide and they eventually ended up becoming a dentist becoming a doctor becoming a banker and now they're really depressed really unhappy about their life but remember that This is your life. It's your choosing, right? You can't allow the water to just take you wherever it needs to be because it's never where you want to go. So please remember that and please remember that the passion that you have within you, you know what it is that you are here to do. And whether you've forgotten that or not, that's another another question and maybe that's just sitting more, having more time to sit with yourself. 
having more time taken out of your day, maybe going traveling by yourself, maybe just removing yourself from your environment, from all of those triggers that are forcing you to play small. And understand that your passion is kind of God's way, it's source's way, it's the universe's way of telling you this is what you should follow. Whenever you bring and do something that lights you up, that energy that you are kind of emanating is bringing in turn all these amazing possibilities into your life. Lesson number three, be confident. Be confident in your strengths and have full faith in your abilities. And this was such a huge lesson for me, you know, especially as a young 20-something-year-old man. I was working and I still work with clients that are, you know, CEO, senior leaders in their industry. And I remember the first client I had who was a CEO, I was really questioning my ability. Like, who am I to help out this guy who's successful and who's got all this amazing stuff? But really, it's about actually being confident in knowing that, you know, the ability that you have that person has resonated and come into your life, at least for me, has come into my life for a reason. And obviously they can see that I provide value, which is why they're working with me. And when you have full confidence, that shows in your work. And when you don't have full confidence, that also shows up in your work. So if you're going to make the choice, be wholly committed to what it is that you're doing and be 100% of the knowing that whatever it is that is within you to do, you can do it to the best of your abilities. And the only way to do it to the best of your abilities is to continue to do it day in, day out. Because through that repetition, through that momentum, you get better and better and better until you become world-class. Lesson number four, the beauty is in the details. This is what separates a master from your average person. And if you think about it, just looking at the statue of David, um, there were a lot of artists, you know, back in back in that period of time, and there are very, very few sculptures that are remain as world-renowned as David does. And that really is the work of a master. And it's so true because the work of a master will outlast the work of any average Joe, so to speak. So taking that effort and taking that time to actually make sure that the work that you're producing is of the best and the highest quality and I've been struggling with this kind of back and forth because there's on the one hand there's you know that push that you have to put out content you have to put out stuff and not be too much of a perfectionist and on the other hand it's like the work that you want to put out you want to make sure that it's the best work that you can put out because it is a reflection of you and for me it's actually really understanding that not being too caught up in the perfection aspect of it, especially in this day and age when, you know, a lot of the time we kind of suffer from analysis paralysis, so to speak, where we're just always in our head, like, is this good enough? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing more of it? Whatever. But, you know, once we know that it is to the best of our abilities, but also it's going to help a lot of people, it's our duty to put that work out there. But over time, the the work that is going to remain the test of time is really that work is that is that you can see that the person has put in a lot of effort into, a lot of effort into all of the detail and what have you. I think that's what separates a Rolls-Royce from a Toyota, right? I think a Rolls-Royce is hand-built. I think it takes six months to build that car, and a Toyota probably takes like less than 30 days, something like that. But that really goes to show you the different levels of mastery in there. Lesson number five, you can conceive in the world, or rather, you conceive the world in your mind, and then you create it with your hands. And this is something that is, uh, this is one of my favorite lessons. You conceive the world, I'm going to repeat it for you one more time. You conceive the world in your mind and then you create it with your hands. A lot of people, 
oftentimes, you know, you can have, especially with me back in the early days, I was so much in my head. I was always imagining things, visualizing things, but I was never taking any action. And only through action, the work that you've done, through action is how that is brought towards you. And the mind is the most powerful technology that we have today. And I use that word technology very specifically. Even Albert Einstein was uh, famous for using his imagination to really kind of like actually take himself on light beams throughout the universe and ask himself the biggest questions about the world that he could solve. But when you have and have created that that visualization, I guess in your in your mind, the next step about bringing that visualization into manifestation, bringing that visualization into reality, right, bringing it from the mind into this world is actually the creation aspect of creating it with your hands. What is the actual action that you are going to take to bring this into this life? Because it's so easy to be in your head and to be up in, your, up in the heads, up in the clouds, so to speak. But what we really should be doing is having kind of our head in the clouds, but our feet firmly grounded in this reality. Because through then, and when we actually utilize, you know, both our minds and our action, we can then create amazing, amazing results. And a lot of times, you know, people often, let me actually just trace this back to the law of attraction. A lot of the times people think, oh, the law of attraction is just about me thinking and wishing and visualizing and being so clear on what it is that I want. And they just sit up on their couch and nothing comes to them. They're like, why is nothing coming into my life? One of the key words in the attraction is, action right you have to take action towards your goals when you take action that's when you're actually building that momentum of energy to get and to manifest whatever it is that you want to do so imagine what it is be crystal clear on what it is that you want to achieve in your life how you want to be what you want to um, bring into this world and then start the process of action start the process of creating that and that's you know that's one of the the joys of life is actually knowing that everything before you that you ever see was originally just a figment of imagination. The chair was once someone's imagination. The vase was once someone's imagination. The car was once someone's imagination, right? And understanding that you can actually bring forth something into this world purely from your imagination through your action. I hope that it's helped. We're going to move on to another five lessons. The next podcast will share part two. If it has helped, please share this, like this, subscribe to this podcast, and we'll continue to develop and to share more value and more strategies with you all.